I really want to say this before I go on. I really want the Hurricane Nation, the U family, the University of Miami, everyone that's ever touched it, been a part of it, went to school here, is a fan, the community around the country. We got to bring this thing tight. Everybody. We got to bring it in tight and we got to bring it. Because when the U is on and the U brings it, there's nothing like it. And we got to get there. And it's going to take everybody. Hello, listener. Hello, Kane's family. This is Miami Nights, and I'm not talking about the jerseys. Joined, as always, by my brother, Jimmy Nugent. I am Joe Nugent, and we are coming off of our first loss of the season to the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Um, Jimmy, I think we just need to we need to start where everyone's starting this week and talk about the knee or lack thereof. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 probably just been you know drilled into everyone's head for the past what, 3 days now. Yeah, we're recording this on a Tuesday night and I I know everyone is sick of it. No one wants to talk about it. We're going to address it in the beginning quickly and then move on from this as quickly as possible. Um yeah. Because it first of all, it just know, had to be in the Miami Knights uniforms. Had to it. it and we I've I legitimately texted Joe and I said, "Do we change the name of the podcast?" Yep. But Joe Joe's holding true. I'm holding true guys to be cuz t- I want to be clear here that Miami Knights when we came up with this name for this podcast has nothing to do with those uniforms. It has to do with the energy of Miami, especially on a primetime kickoff when the rock is rocking or in the old days in the orange bowl was rocking. And you knew as a, as a visitor, as an opponent, you weren't coming out alive and we want to bring those days back. Most recent was Notre Dame. You weren't coming out of that game alive. That's Miami Knights. I never right. want to see we, we a black uniform it, again. Yeah. We thought it was going to be a similar occurrence against Georgia Tech. I mean, I I will go on, yeah, I'll go on the record and say, or I already am on the record last week saying that I thought this team was going to be different from past teams, and you know, even wearing a special jersey in a primetime night game, that they would rise to the occasion. And we did not. And that's the big thing. And, and and people have said it, and I agree with them. The failing to knee was a horrible, horrible decision. Unacceptable. Makes no sense. However, we did so many things to lose that game. Yeah. You throw three interceptions. You have busted coverage on defense specifically on that last drive, they still had to go 60, 70 yards. There are so many things that went wrong that personally, you know, we didn't deserve to win that game. I texted you. I, I was I was working a wedding. I've only watched unfortunate highlights from this game because Joe spared me and said, please do not watch this game. But I've seen the highlights. And we we did not deserve to win. And I texted Joe when when... We had went down, and I said, you know, great teams figure out a way to win this game. And to be honest, we we did. I we mean, found we out won a way the to game. Win. That that's the we thing, did. though, is you say we don't. You say oh, this team's different. We we're gonna win the game. We're gonna show up. You say we didn't. I say we did. The game was over. This was. I've never seen a game that was over, and then you look up, and all of a sudden. That what should have been a win in the win column, you're now staring at an L. I've ne- the game was over. There was over. So for anybody that's has no idea what we're talking about, you've been living under a rock. Miami gets the ball back with 5:06 left on the clock. Ten plays later, nine plays later, I will say Georgia Tech no longer has any timeouts, and it's third and ten at the Georgia Tech 30. 30. <clears throat> listen to me, folks. 33 seconds left on the clock. Georgia Tech has no timeouts. It's third down. What do you do? Five-year-old on the couch playing Madden. What do you do? 
what's that? You you need a ball? <laughs> That's exactly it. Well done. You want to be the coach of the Miami Hurricanes? You're hired. We did not kneel the ball. We handed it off to Don Chaney, who, air quotations here, people, fumbled. Georgia Tech recovers the ball. Two plays later, they are dancing in the end zone. There was a, a corner post to the sidelines on the first play that was caught, and then they got up to the ball, and they snapped the ball with 10 seconds. No, they threw an incomplete pass. Yeah, after that, incomplete pass. So then 10 seconds left on the clock. Haynes King pass complete to Christian Leary for 44 yards for a touchdown. Um, and so your Miami Hurricanes lose the game. It was um, it was. There was just no words, and I think every Miami fan can relate to that. It was just like, it it you were just speechless. I found out live about this because I was on the shuttle coming home from this wedding because it was at some family home and they had no parking. So I've been on this shuttle for like 20 minutes and I see that the game's over. It's like, all right, we're putting it away. And then I see a text from Joe in a group text we have with one of our friends, Kurt, saying, why would you run the ball? And I thought, oh, maybe we were just running and being stupid, but the game's over. But I called Joe. I said, what happened? He says, we fumbled, but they're reviewing it and his elbow is down. Yes. We're going to, it's going to be overturned. Thought I think it's going to be overturned. I saw, so I saw this in real time, in real time and said, that's not a fumble. And then, but you know, the refs, they let the play happen. That's what they're told to do. Like if it's a bang, bang, you let it play out because then you'll review and make the right call. And then they reviewed it and we're looking at all the angles and I said, yeah, his elbow's down. It's not a fumble. Thank God. Um, and the, the the refs, they thought otherwise. And then Jimmy and I both were on the phone, and you could just – we both knew at that point the Miami Hurricanes had lost. Even though Georgia Tech had no timeouts and had to go 70 yards in 30 yeah. seconds. Like, what? no one does that. Oh, no, no, of course yeah. they do. Because when you fumble, of course you're going to lose the game. It was that part was written. It didn't shock me I at mean, all when you, they walked. You know into the, the end defense zone. wasn't ready to go. The, the like defense, the game is over. That's why I can't. Obviously, the deep there's blame there, and they they had busted coverage, and especially on that last play, Cam Kinchin's bit when as a safety you cannot, you have to be the last man. Your only job is to keep them out of the end zone. I don't know if he was saying thinking we got to hold we can't let him get in field goal range. Who cares? Play for overtime. Cam Kitchen's bit, guy gets behind him. But you can't even blame the defense because they half of them probably didn't even know where their helmets were on the sidelines. The game, folks, I don't know if you've heard me yet, but the game was over. Your Miami Hurricanes had won the football game and then they lost. It's never happened. ESPN had us at a 99.9% oh. chance to win that game. And, yeah, so I was on the phone with Joe. They, he goes, all right, fumble stands. Georgia Tech ball. He's giving me the updates. 45-yard pass down the field. They're on the 45, or thir- like 30-yard pass down the field. They're on the 45-yard line. Couch made a weird right. route to the ball. He should have. Yeah. It should have been picked, but. Then he's like, King's rolling out. Touchdown, Georgia Tech. And I just, the sad thing, honestly, was, like, I wasn't shocked because I'm just like, this game's just crumbling before our eyes. But I I couldn't imagine a big stop there. <laughs> no. I literally but though my when, big problem is is we had timeouts. Like if you don't like the coverage you're seeing, call oh, yeah. a timeout. They're that, run, they're they what is it's gonna spare them a couple seconds. The big thing like after they throw the incomplete pass, clock is stopped now. I get not calling the timeout initially because you're like, make them rush, make them go. The clock right. was stopped. Call a timeout and just make sure everyone's on the same page about what we need to do as a defense. Keep them out of the end zone. Safeties, yeah, you're way bite. back. Do not come up. We'll, we'll have everyone else play in the middle. But it's if they right. get in field goal range, so be it. Georgia Tech, it's not like they have a All-American kicker either. Like, who let them kick the field goal. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't but, harp on the – It's it's – 
Well, like um, I said, like so the the coaches came out and they they took responsibility. Mario for said it. over and over, and I quote, "I take full responsibility." He probably has repeated it a thousand times this week. Yeah, and people still are upset with like they're like, "Oh, well, he didn't initially." It's just shut up. Like like the. He took responsibility. There's a, well, he can't. There's nothing else he can say. I mean, it was yeah, an all time, all time coaching blunder. Truly, it was Shan, it was Shannon Dawson's the one that makes the call. He was calling the offense. It was he's the one that Shannon Dawson's the one that did not call a knee, but Mario Cristobal is the head coach. And I'm not calling him coach this week. It's back to Mario Cristobal. He has to earn that <laughs> coach for me. He uh, ultimately he should have stepped in and and said we need to knee this football, but. Uh, I mean, yeah. Dawson's the play caller. Like, that's, you make the call. Right. Uh, I, I, uh, it's just, it's a... It, but I know everyone's had a long week with it. I, I understand. Yeah, and we don't we don't need to hear much more. Uh, and, and, you know, I had kind of cooled off a little bit about this whole situation, just kind of come to terms with it. And, and then I saw the pictures come out today of just Don Chaney's elbow just so clearly on the ground. We all saw it on the video review, but just so clearly on the ground on this picture. And just like the ball's not even close to being ripped out yet. And then to find also that the Georgia Tech player on the final touchdown gave himself up and started sliding one yard short of the end zone. And technically by the rule book, that means he's down at the one yard line and the game would have been over. The fact that I saw that and like that was just another thing that didn't go our way at the end of the game. But what's even crazier about sucks. what's even crazier about that play is they they reviewed it. They literally came on and said the Georgia Tech touchdown, that play is currently under review. They reviewed to see if he gave himself up and then they saw everything we saw and said uh, he, it's a score. Uh, it, yeah. th- those refs need to be held accountable. They were bad all night. Right. They they had there was a horrible taunting call on Corey Flag that kept Georgia Tech's drive going. Instead, we were going to be able to stop them deep in their own territory. Terrible taunting call there. There was a horrible holding call on Inez Cooper, I think it was. Um, or maybe it was maybe it was Maui Noah. Parrish's run. On Henry Parrish's touchdown run. On an inside read on an inside zone run you called holding I, I've never seen it it like you can call that on every single run up the middle then if that's the case I, it was insane and then the roughing the passer on Maui Noah he all oh, the roughing the passer because they bad. said he went low uh, it, yeah dude those refs were just absolutely did you it say was, did you talk about that the taunting penalty on flag yeah yeah I mentioned that Oh, sorry. Did, did <laughs> I you was trying me? to pull up a tweet. <laughs> oh, no, no, I was trying to pull up a tweet. But yeah, horrible. Tear all night. They were so bad, and then it culminated at the end with, uh, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, it should have, like Mario, Mario Cristobal said. He, all, I, I did appreciate too how he he made sure to pull Cheney aside and the defense aside, and he basically told them like, you guys cannot take any of the blame for this. You should have never been in that position. I appreciated that. He he did everything he needed. He took it. He took it on the chin. We all took it on the chin. It's a national embarrassment. Uh, Mario Cristobal is gonna have to live this, live with this for at least ten years. I mean, he's gonna have to live with this for a long time. Um, but uh, uh, I'm sick about it. But I will tell you, you beat North Carolina in Chapel Hill this weekend, and a lot of that chatter goes away. Keep talking. I got to. I got to step aside one second. <laughs> Good lord. Okay, back to the solo podcast, which uh, you know I I am very good at. Um, okay, football. Football is a game that you play on a hundred yard field, and there's two teams, and one person snaps the ball. <laughs> <laughs> I just came back, and I'm like, I wonder what he's talking about. <laughs> Uh, sorry, Mackenzie right, but was just singing. Other than the knee, um, we have to. Uh, do you have anything wait, else wait, on wait, this wait. freaking I, la- knee? Last, last thing on the knee. Yeah, I, I'm still getting feedback from you. Whatever. Um, last thing on the knee. We have not need all year. Yeah, and very why? Concerning. Like yeah. w- it's so odd. And that's it. I just like Chan Dawson just needs the knee. There's just no. There's. I get being aggressive, but there's no, there's nothing to be aggressive with in that last moment. 
just I, yeah, me. Is it a pride thing or is it just like a? Here's what I. I don't know. It's just is, it's so I've just never heard of like a, a coach that refuses to need. To need. We haven't need uh, since. God, I forget the game. I think it was Virginia Tech last year. I was looking at a clip of it today. Like we, that was like the last time we need the football. But it's a clearly, it's all, it's a clearly a Shannon Dawson thing that he just like does not need the football. Part of me thought when when TBD was in shotgun on that final play, I was like, oh, he's they're just gonna do. They're used to him in shotgun, so that's why he's there. It's more comfortable for the center. He's just gonna take it and knee. Right, I would agree with that. With the it's it's wet out there, like you don't want a, a fumbled, uh, you know. Yeah, do what you normally under snap, do se- under the center snap. Yeah. All right, so we let's let's turn it to a positive note. Well, one more thing I was gonna say about the knee is okay. okay. Obviously, it falls on the coaches, but like, yeah, you would just you wished that either Tyler Van Dyke or even Cheney or somebody you've you've got the whole team like. Everyone knows you should knee. Like, if I'm TBD, I just take the ball and I just fall down. Or Chaney, you get the handoff, but then just fall down. Like, I, I know it's easier yeah. said than done. Yeah, he fought for more yards. He fought, but, I mean, he, but I'm not going to blame it on Chaney because at the end of the day, he didn't fumble the ball. Yes, that's so, true. That's true, too. Now, honestly, the fact that he didn't actually fumble the ball makes, believe it or not, this sounds crazy, makes it easier for me to swallow. 100%. Oh, no, I'm sleeping better knowing we did not fumble that ball. Yeah, because then it's like, wow, we got we got screwed there. We did. It was it was such a clear... It was just... It, it's the classic, the player hits the ground and then the defensive player rips the ball out. It yes. happens all the time during games and that gets reviewed and it gets overturned. But these refs, like, I, like I'm just... I'm never... Like, everyone says the quote, never leave the game in the hands of the refs. I agree with that to an extent, but like that is just, it's just a gross malpractice as a referee. Like, like you just, you literally changed the outcome of the game because of your call. It just, it's just, yeah. So that's it on that. But we had, we had a question on Twitter and it's going to turn us to a positive note. So we wanted some questions for the pod. Nordy Kane asked, what positives do you take from Saturday's game? Despite the obvious disappointment. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's got to be the defense is the biggest positive. Like, yeah, they absolutely balled out. And and going into the game, we were more worried about Georgia Tech's offense. We weren't worried right. about it's not, it's scoring. It's not a bad offense. We, we thought we were yeah. going to be able to score the football at will on them, and we were a little bit worried about Haynes King and, and their offense kind of moving the ball, and that didn't happen. Our defense played unbelievable. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would say defense, specifically James Williams having a timely pick. Oh, uh, but I, I can't even think about the the pick was huge, and it, it was a tie game, and we get the ball back, and I'm like, and then we score. Oh, James Williams, all great the momentum, game. great game. Yeah, should have yeah, had two a picks. great return by him. Yeah, defense would be my highlight too. I mean, they they did what they needed to do, and our and our the problem with the offense is I and I someone brought this up I'm like I think I actually am behind this theory that we were trying to impress the, our wide receiver recruits that we had this game and just trying to throw the ball now actually yeah. I can take that back maybe I don't believe that Shannon Dawson is an air raid offense but I, I just thought he was the kind of guy like that you would what was the game where uh, Miami of Ohio like running down their throat is working so let's keep doing it and running was working, and we stopped doing it, especially in the rain. Like, a wet game. Tyler Van Dyke having a horrible game didn't need to be thrown horrible. 36 passes. Horrible. We did not need to have 36 pass attempts. No. And, yeah, and, it's and, like when your uh, quarterback throws three picks in pretty— I mean, he threw them very quickly. Like, it wasn't— it wasn't too spread out, and it's just like you got an issue there. Quarterback's just not having a good game, and you, right. you're you able to run the ball. I mean, what? We were averaging like five to six yards per carry or something like that? Yeah. Uh, you got it. You, uh, yeah, you literally you, – you and Kurt were texting, and they were like – I like, and this was like mid-dance mid reception. I'm getting tired. My blood sugar's getting low. And you guys are like, I think Tyler's throwing the game. Dude, his, <laughs> after – his third interception, I I was like, this is this man point shaving. What is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's been so shaving. good all year, and he was just making. I just was. I didn't know what he was doing. 
But I will say, on the one pick that was almost a pick six, he did sprint 65 yards to tackle that guy to prevent the touchdown. Like, I at least appreciated that. You Sometimes it's the you don't see that kind of energy out of him that you want, and he showed it, and he ended up actually he had a good like end of the game in the fourth quarter, he made a couple big time throws. So I was happy to yeah, see I've that, never, but good. I've never Lord. questioned. I think you can look at his demeanor and wonder, you know, yeah, like how much does he care, but he's just yeah. a very level headed guy. And that's honestly, it's what you need out of a quarterback. You don't need, you know, yeah, you don't need someone who gets too caught up in the moment, but you know, and and I the 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 calls for Jakari Brown or or Emery is just it, it's uh, Tyler is our quarterback, and he is the best quarterback on the roster right now. He had a horrible game. I agree with that. I I've also heard seen from some things that a couple one or possibly two of those picks was a poorly run route by the wide receiver or just a completely wrong route. Um, but nevertheless, it was a bad game by him. Yeah. But I will say this. I, I, I do think Tyler is an incredible quarterback. I mean, we we're talking, we were talking about his Heisman campaign. He's had, had a great year. Yep. Yeah. And he's had a great year, but our dad did bring up a good point today. Texas A&M is his only big win. And yeah. like going into this week, this is a massive week for Tyler's legacy as a King. Cause he hasn't beat FSU yet. He hasn't beat Clemson and he hasn't beat UNC. And so I we just need to see. Yeah, Tyler, he came ready to game for Texas AM. Let's see an away game against UNC if we can still see that fire in him because and and just that precision, because that was not there for Georgia Tech. No, and, and against a bad Georgia Tech defense, I think is the more right. concerning part. Um Restrepo had a great game. Uh, I mean, he's easily our most reliable receiver, I think, at this point, just from a he stays healthy and just never seems to drop the ball, makes good routes. Like, Yep. He's, a, once again, like one of the top three high, highest-graded receivers in the country. Yeah, really good. And then <clears throat> I think another player to name that had a huge game was Mr. Ruben Bain. That guy is special. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited just to see year two and three from him. I mean, this is this man was, you know, an AP calculus last year. Yeah, insane. He had prom last year. Dude, he is going to be a beast. We're not going to have him for very long. And no. yeah, he's going to be a stud. Um. Okay, well. At, at the end of the day, we're talking about this game like we lost the game. You know? Like we won the football game. We did win on the field, we won the football game. And some poor coaching decisions and poor refereeing. I mean, I will say the last drive, you know, was very poor football. But we put our, we the players won the football game. They did. And that's what you have to hold on to. And I think it, now, more than ever, you go in. I mean, I cannot overstate this enough. This weekend, Saturday night, at North Carolina, is massive. Massive. I mean, it's on so many levels. Take it very on the just the most basic level. You just lost your ACC opener. You just got to keep pace in the ACC now. This was always going to be close to a must-win game in the ACC because North Carolina is not going to drop too many. But now it's a must-win on the AC for an ACC standpoint. But just for the last 20-plus years, we have watched the Miami Hurricanes start off a season decent, have a bad game, and then the season collapses. And this is your opportunity to prove to the world, the world, like people in Japan watching. Well, dude, I'll tell you what. Everyone came out of the woodworks to let me know about the Miami Hurricanes this past week. So it is the world. It is. They just. I had people I didn't even know watched football or knew what football was saying, "Jimmy, what what happened to those Canes?" <sighs> and of course, I live in Atlanta. Yeah. So I'm. I I go to the gym with all 
so many Georgia Tech alumni. But sorry, we're moving on. We're, we have to we're move on. on. We ha- I'm telling you people for your own sanity and and mental health wellness. It's National Mental Health Wellness Month, I believe. You have to move on because quite frankly, I know this is getting ahead of ourselves, but like say in it's this is insane, but like say you win out and then you miss out on the college football playoff because of this game. But like you can't think like that because then maybe, you can be upset. No, but it's like <laughs> this could change. We wouldn't if, we, if we went out. If we would, and this is such a hypothetical scenario because we, I just don't think we have the depth and roster to do this. But if we did win out, we're in the college football playoff. Definitely, definitely. And I yeah. think honestly, the fact that we're still ranked number twenty-five in the AP poll, everyone recognizes that the Miami Hurricanes should have won that football game, and that we really should be five and zero. Like everyone sees right. that, and everyone sees that we're a good football team. We are top ten nationally, offensively and defensively right now, in total right. offense and defense. And, and also, sorry, I keep remembering things I wanted to talk about with this game. It was not the worst loss in program No, history. get out of here. We'll with just that. go out and say that. I Are mean, you we were there for the Clemson me? 58 or 56 nothing, whatever it was. We were there we for the FIU, the FIU the on the Bowl. Orange Bowl grounds. We were there for right. Middle Tennessee State. I mean, guys, right. this is an we ACC. There, yeah. This is the worst way, yeah. worst way to lose a football game. I'll give you that. I don't know. I would even say the Fiesta Bowl. I would say the I would say the national championship. But like actually Ohio like, State. The actual method of the way you lost like that was just a bad pass interference call that then the game caused the game to go on and go into overtime. This was literally the game was over. You just had to say, Oh, we just take a knee and then you didn't take the knee. There's no right. there's then, no and, worse and way to lose. Everything started collapsing. Yeah, yeah. But I, I will say, you know, we, we we did talk about this in the first ever, ever episode that the the hurricanes find new like lows it's unbelievable new rock we bottoms. find new rock bottoms yeah we find new rock bottoms and and we did we did find a new rock bottom but we are moving on the players won that football game so we got to focus on we have a great football team and i still believe in mario it took me a couple days to come back to that but as i've reflected on oh, yeah. it i was calling for his head at 11 30 p.m on saturday night no doubt yeah yeah, I was just like, I, in my in my mind, I mean, I wasn't calling for his head, but I was just like head on a platter. I was I was feeling hopeless because I'm like, you know, we're paying this guy eight million dollars a year, and what the heck was that? Well, and that brings up a good point. Before we move on to North Carolina, I do want to say this that it it does bring back something we've discussed before. It does bring back the fact that Mario Cristobal, there's a lot of major question marks around his game management. Like, the guy is an right. unbelievable, he's an unbelievable leader, he's an unbelievable recruiter, he's an unbelievable... Yeah, heck, he got nine, he got nine card to recruit the day after this Crazy. horrible loss. He's an unbelievable CEO of the team, like, he's just a guy that, he's going to build a winning program and a championship program, and that's why he's a great head coach. But the day, on the football field... I question a lot of his coaching decisions, and I, I've questioned him before about the way he uses timeouts and just different substitution and just different stuff like that. I think he's improved on the timeouts. I think year. he has too, but yeah. this is the second time he hasn't need. Uh, like, if anything, can we just hire somebody that that literally has like a book that says, "Uh, we we're, we should take a timeout here. We should knee here. We like." Can yeah, we, like there is a hundred percent chance we win this football game if we need it. If what's we need Aaron, it. What's Aaron Feld doing? Can can Aaron Feld the, following him Aaron around? Feld, no, speak that's up? just yeah. He just follows him around, tugs at him all all game. That's can, that's his job. During can he not yell day. in his ear? It's time to knee. I mean, good lord. Uh, but I mean, it's on Shannon Dawson at the end of the day too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and that's, I also appreciated that they both took blame, but I did appreciate Shannon Dawson for coming out and saying like, that was me. Like that was my call. My bad. He could have just said like, he could have kind of yeah. put the blame on Mar. Not, uh, he wouldn't outwardly say it, but he could have just like deflected it, but he took it like everyone took it. It's all you can do. You were, it was the most embarrassing thing that could happen to you as a coach. They took yeah. it on the chin and we move on. Elbow was down. Elbow was down. Moving on. But the fact of the matter, Jimmy, is we are four and one, and we have a chance to take down an undefeated North Carolina team. And just it, you win this game, and so much changes. The narrative changes. Oh, absolutely. So much is in the rearview mirror. It'd be a huge win, a win that we didn't even have on the calendar to start the year, 
and you're just right, right back in everything if you can win this game. It's massive. What was my was my prediction? Ten or two or nine and three? Nine and three. Yeah, it's still there's. I mean, this makes it a little more difficult. The path to my nine and three is a little more difficult, but it's there. Well, and the fact and, is, and it, it, go ahead. sorry, go ahead. No, no, please. I I was gonna say we're we should beat North Carolina. We are, I believe, a better football team than North Carolina. I think we they, are. They've become a more talented team. They have a good coach that likes to grab other coaches' faces. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, if I ever see him, I mean, he would. I don't think he would do that to Mario. I, I think it would. There'd be fists thrown. But they are a good team. They have got a good quarterback who hasn't actually played incredible this year. Until last week. we should beat them. Yeah, and now he's got his best wide receiver back. Yep, Tez Bryant is back. He played right a little in time. Bit, played a little bit last week, but he will be back. Yeah, so but the fact of the matter is I do think I think on paper our starting lineup is better than theirs, but UNC has owned us. They've beat us four years in a row. They're um, a kryptonite. Quite frankly, only one of those games was competitive. No, I guess the last two were decently competitive. Yeah, yeah, because last year Rooster had the bad fumble that cost us. The year oh. before that was at UNC. That we had that game won, and then they killed us in the final drive. Um, ruined our wonderful family vacation in North Carolina. Oh my, I remember that. And then the year before <laughs> that was an absolute blowout, but uh, beat down. That but, was yeah. COVID year, right? Uh, yes, yes. But they've owned us. Yeah, that was um, tough. Yeah, so, the only time we beat them was actually in black jerseys. And maybe we should bring should them we, back. We, 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 <laughs> that would be incredible if we wore the same jerseys. I will uh, say, but they looked horrible on screen. Oh, come on. They looked red. They looked red. What? No. Like the orange looked red. I just well, think, I think you just had someone a bad, brought up a good a point. bad TV they at looked, the wedding. It, no, no, it was on my phone. But they they looked like uh, like a seven-on-seven team. Like that's like someone brought that up. I'm like, I kind of agree. Like, like they're called like them. the South Florida Express or something like that. I liked them. I, I thought they were cool. But yeah, th- I think the last time we did beat UNC, we were in those black jerseys, like the original ones. So I mean, <laughs> let's run it back. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, this game starts and ends with stopping Drake May. He's. He's a extremely dynamic quarterback. Not only is he super talented with his arm, but he is he's an incredible athlete, and he will take off, and he'll kill you with his legs, and that is something that the Hurricanes, not this year, but in the past, have really struggled with, and it's some we just you got to have a spy on him. We cannot let him gash us. Uh, when yeah, we, we haven't really faced a running quarterback this year, have we? No, we really haven't. I was, I mean. Georgia Tech Haynes King like he's kind of athletic and we we did good we did a good job uh containing him but cuz Drake May's like I wouldn't say he's a running quarterback but he's a good runner he's mobile enough yeah yeah for sure so have to lock him down and then dude they're it's not just Tez Bryant like they're re- they have a really good receiving core I mean our corners are going to be tested no, I, yeah, they're a deep team. They, I mean, they've quietly yes. recruited really well for the past yes. three, four years because Mac Brown. Yes. So they have the depth. And I just still, there's still just so much, so many question marks with our corners and safeties. James Williams, I think, like, there's a few guys that have clearly, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess uh, James Williams and Kinchins, like, I'm not gonna let, have that play that Kinchins made affect what I think of him. They're both, they've both been great. Dean's been, like, there's been guys that have been solid, and then there's just still, like, just some question marks that we still get gashed. Yeah. And we're going to get tested. Um, yeah. And then... But yeah, we only, like, but we did only give up, I mean, yeah, 23, but, like, 17 points if the game ends when it's supposed to end. Yeah. So I, I feel a little bit better about the defense going into this. I do. But also Drake May is much better than King, and this offense is much better than Georgia Tech's offense. I mean, Drake May is by far light years ahead of he's the best quarterback we faced this year. It's not even close. Like I mean, I'd say it's 
generally close with Jordan Travis. No, but that Drake we, May is a that better we, quarterback than Jordan Travis. That we faced oh, so we far. Have faced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, that, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. So it'll be I mean, Wegman was looking good before he got hurt, but... Yeah. But, yeah, Drake May's yeah, definitely the best quarterback. And then UNC also but, has a very good... A very good running game this year, but I'm I'm not concerned at all with our rush defense. They've given me no reason to be concerned. They've been stellar this year, and so I think I'm not worried about UNC running the ball on us. I mean, I yeah, I just think they're going to have success, and we're going to have success. I think it's going to be a shootout, and I think it's just going to be a toss up who you know who the balls falls into. Whose hands the ball falls into last, basically. Who like, the balls falls into. Yeah. <laughs> Who the ball falls into. North Carolina is, I think, the statistically the best second-half team in the nation. So a huge key to beat North Carolina is jumping on them early because they're going to make second-half adjustments. But you going into halftime, we've got to be feeling good about where we're at. Like, you right. got it. We have to. Uh, it, we can't it's do what every- we normally do. Like yeah. what we did against Georgia Tech. I mean, you start out... Yeah, like what we did against Texas A&M, even though we pulled that one out. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you just got to start fast. Got to start fast. And and what it takes is it takes... Like, I don't even mind if we get the ball first. It takes TVD being focused, ready to go, first snap of the game, and it takes us catching balls and Come making on, TVD. difficult catches. Come on. This is your mm. Tyler Van Dyke. Like this this is it. Like I it's it's this is legitimate. He has his I guess yeah, Texas A&M you could call his signature win, but let's say let's just talk in conference. ACC wins. It's not it's not a really impressive rap sheet. No. And the time is now. Like this this is big. Like come on man, you were Tyler Van Dimes. We know you have the talent. And for the whole Hurricanes team in general, this game is more than just the ACC picture or the national picture. Like, we're in a rebuilding phase still. It's year two. Like, there's a lot going on. But the fact of the matter is, you just came off of what the weirdest week ever last week. And you've just been getting absolutely grilled by the media, by just everybody has just been talking terrible about you. And national oh, embarrassment. Everyone, yeah. And you they have an talk opportunity. about us when we were winning. You have an opportunity to go in and beat an undefeated ranked team who has owned you the last four years at their place. They think they're going to the national championship this year. And we've got an opportunity to completely change the narrative, completely shift the conversation, and bring some pride back to the U this year and go five and one. I mean, what are we doing, people? What are you guys doing? Like, let's go. And, and what and it, there's just not even a better school for it to be against. Oh, not even FSU. No. I'm so glad like, we have UNC, UNC right just now. One of those Come on. Teams, yeah, they're just one of those teams that we never we never like we have we have a losing record against UNC, and it's just and they always you know like to do the upside down U and we're gonna see it we're gonna see it from their student fan base. But it's a prime time game and we can shut up the nation. It's nationally, year, it's yeah, on ABC. Just, like everyone's going to be watching. Right. Everyone's going to be saying, "Oh, here's the Miami Hurricanes. They embarrass me. How, oh, they're still they ranked. Want Why are to they want to see us fail? Everyone yes. does. Yep. They 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 want to see. Oh, Mario's not the guy. You know, Oregon's better off with Dan Lanning, and Mario, yeah, can't win the big games. Let's just prove them wrong. Prove them wrong. Keep proving them wrong. We've got so much left to play for this year. All of our goals are in front of us. Let's go. Another, real quick on, on North Carolina, though, uh, just a couple more notes actually about this game is North Carolina's also improved defensively on the ball. So I will say this is a concern of mine is their defensive line against our offensive line because we are battling a few injuries on offensive line at the moment. Like we're okay, but the depth. It's starting to become, it's like next man up. McCoy came in and actually played really well. Um, yeah, uh, I'm not too worried, but I understand where your worries. But I just, I think with our, like, with both Cristobal and Mirabal, like, I don't, I believe all of our guys are coached up well and 
We think is Maui Noah good with his shoulder? Have we heard? Are there any updates there? Oh, I didn't even. I didn't even know. Yeah, dude. He <laughs> went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You. I told you not to watch this last game. So yeah. you're forgiven. But yeah, I, he, try, I tried getting all the important facts up, but I didn't know that he, he went, went out down with late with injury. a shoulder injury. Yep. Oh. Yep. Uh, so we'll see there. And then we lost that freshman for the year. Pancake Samson Samson Akunalawa. No. Yep. Rumors oh. are it's for the year, but it's not good. Okay, Lower extremity brutal. during the bye week. It happened. Wow. Yep. Oh, so this wasn't in the game. No, no, this was during the bye week. But it kind of like the news kind of broke not too long ago. Mm, okay. Akunola. Still though, if our if if our front line can stay healthy this game. I trust our coaching that they have, and our offensive line has been great this year. Just keep yep. TVD's jersey clean. They've been doing it all year. Yep. Give him time, and he will throw a dime. Yes. You like that? <laughs> Just came up with that. Um, yeah. I mean, we've said it before. I'll say it again. This is just a game we simply don't ever win, and and quite frankly, last week, is a game that derails the entire season. And this is our chance to show that this is different. The rebuild is happening. It's a it's a new era of Miami Hurricanes football. You have a chance to prove that this week because we knew we'd face adversity this season. We had no idea yeah. that the adversity would look like that. We, di- we did not know that, yes. <laughs> you could never, ever think that that was coming. But the fact of the matter is it did, and it's time to respond. It's time to respond. God, I hate UNC. I just I just I hate North Carolina so much. So much. I hate that Mac Brown has done a good job there. I didn't think he would. I didn't think so either. I thought it was gonna be kind of a Mark Rick type thing. Maybe had a you know, a little boost in the energy of the program and then you know, slowly retired. But he's he's got something to prove. Great coach. Don't like him though. Just don't grab the face of Cristobal. Win or lose. Mm. All right. Um, let's look around the league a little bit. Quite frankly, the ACC top of the ACC is pretty darn good. And I wasn't. Ex- I mean, you've got Florida oh, State. We have literally the hardest ACC schedule that you could ever imagine. Yeah, we still have to play we- North Carolina. Clemson, Florida State, Louisville. Yeah, and Louisville wasn't supposed to be a good team this year. They look great. Dude, they're really good, and not only are they really good, but they they don't play Clemson, Florida State, or North Carolina. Literally, we're all that's yeah. left on their schedule. I mean, they, they've they got really? a... So what was, their AC, what was their ACC schedule? Let me look I'll at pull, this. Yeah, pull it up. It's... I mean, you've got your teams like Virginia Tech and Pitt, like teams that you thought were going to be Syracuse. Duke, Virginia Tech, Virginia. Yeah. But that's... Isn't that crazy? Not North Carolina, not Florida State, not Clemson. Like, So they've got a great path to, (laughs) at this point, not just the ACC championship. They've got a great path to the college football playoff. Like, it's nuts. They barely pulled it out against NC State, 13-10. to Yeah, but do they roll Notre Dame? Yeah. And they beat Georgia. They beat Georgia Tech thirty nine thirty four. Here's one they, for you. Georgia Tech got ours crushed. Is, ours is laughable, man. Oh, dude. Our, yeah. our our ACC schedule is just laughable. Yep. Um, I got a funny one for you. Georgia Tech two weeks ago got crushed by Bowling Green. Guess who Bowling Green got shut out by this week? Middle Tennessee State. Miami of Ohio. Uh <laughs> 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 Terrific. It makes no sense. Terrific. None of it makes any None sense. None of it makes I mean, you sense. I mean, you throw, you throw three interceptions in a game. What do you expect? That's the thing. And uh, you were getting to it, and we and I were going way in, back in time again here, but the fact of the matter is, like, we played we played bad, and that's I think that kind of helps and hurts me wrap my head around it. It helps because yeah. it's like we should have lost that game. It hurts because it's like we played that bad but still had the game won and just needed to take a knee. Like that's what good team 
good teams have some of right. those games. That's why I said yeah, great teams win those games. You know, so like I mean, hurts. Alabama was three three with uh, USF for a while. You right, know? like those things happen. And but and that but that's when I feel okay again because his elbow was down. His elbow was down. I feel great about it. The refs were the reason. We'll 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 look yeah. back and say it was the refs' fault. Not, yeah, not uh. It's hard to win when you're history. beating when you're beating yourselves and the refs are also beating you. Dude, and like I don't like to harp on refs because I know as a fan and your team's losing, you're always gonna get bad at the refs. And I, I get mad at refs all the time, and I was like, all right, whatever. It's probably pretty even. I'm just seeing it biased. That game, it was absurd. And and Mario Cristobal said that they reported a lot of it to the um, to the ACC, and they sent in the tape, and they're waiting for answers on on multiple calls. So yeah, we'll calls it. in crucial moments. Like crucial it's not just calls. like the and, beginning of a drive having a holding call or something. Like it right. was times where drives were ending, and they extended it for Georgia Tech. Yes, or a big play for us that was called back because of a horrible call. Yes, and like that, those things just like you only get so many big opportunities to score, have a big stop per right. game. Yeah, but and they're taking now points the off clock. the scoreboard. Right. And like that's just, it's just the difference. And it sucks. But yeah, you can't, in that sense, I'm, I I believe, yeah, like, you know, don't let the, the game get in the hands of the referee. But when we're talking about the end of the game, when the game should be over, and he should be called down. That's where I'm like, well, that that rule goes out the window. It's the j- referee's job to get that call right. I I just I yeah I cannot wrap my head around how they didn't overturn that. But I also can't wrap my head around that we didn't eat, and I never will. It'll live with me forever. I didn't <laughs> sleep that night. I had a half marathon the next morning. I got three total hours of sleep. It just it kept. I when it first happened, I felt like I was going to puke. Then I wanted to cry, <laughs> and then I just straight up couldn't sleep. Well, I kind of, I can't believe you ran that half marathon. <laughs> well, I had a lot to think about during it, so that was the only good thing. Just running in Miserable. silence by yourself. Miserable. I had to laugh at my, I, I had to laugh at myself because, like I said, I was, I was going, I was on a shuttle to go get our car, and I was going back to pick up Mackenzie from this wedding, and I was obviously a lot more. She saw me happy because <laughs> I thought we had won the game leaving to go get the car and I came back and I just had to level with her and she got in the car and just explained it to her because <laughs> I was like Kenzie I'm just not going to be in the mood to talk <laughs> and but I, I and how do you explain on that, it afterwards you know? and I didn't well I, what I said is it was the worst way you could ever lose a football game like I it's yeah. Miami figured out the worst way you could ever lose the it most the worst gut-wrenching loss I, Right, and I said the worst loss in this, in this context of like how yeah, in the manner in which we lost that. But I reflect, I'm like, I think I have said this to Mackenzie, and this goes back to the <laughs> rock bottom conversation. I think I've had this conversation with Mackenzie almost every single year, like maybe that we've even been together. I mean, that, that's that's maybe exaggerating, but like probably fifty percent of those years, there's been like a new low. Last year's Middle Tennessee State, year before that was, God knows what, but. You know, and then you had FIU the year before that one. So I was just like, I bet because Mackenzie's just not really into football. I bet she's just like thinks I'm like dramatic about this stuff. But we just, I just, it was, we find new ways. Moving on. Got to move on. And, um, (laughs) but it's so true. And it's like, I actually, I would say the most gut wrenching would be the Ohio state or even like Penn state way back in the day. But like, this was just the most like, like I've said a thousand times you won the game and then you didn't. It's insane. Like the, like a Kurt who's at the game was like, yeah, game's over. I mean, there's like, yeah, you, you, there was 33 seconds left on the clock and all you had to do is take a knee um, mm. but you didn't. Okay. Uh, quick look at the the big three in the state of Florida, Florida Gators. They've got their own issues. They, I mean, they beat Vanderbilt, but like they've got they're at South Carolina this weekend. I think they lose that game. That's the only bright side. <laughs> this is just cheering, yeah. <laughs> seeing Florida go. They're going. I honestly feel bad. Like it's got they're in a 
deep rut and they've been they have been for a while so like it's not even that fun anymore it's back to hating it's just it always shifts and now it's back to just hating fsu um because for a while fsu was down and out but yeah florida's got that and fsu's got syracuse this weekend syracuse looked horrible against north carolina so it looks like florida state will keep on rolling yeah i mean listen florida state's doing what they need to do they're winning they're winning their football games. They had a close game against Boston College, but other than that, and Clemson, but Clemson, that's a hard game to win on the road. Like, they've been handling their business. Yeah, and that Boston College game is a good example of they did not have their best stuff, and but they still made they managed to win, and that was the Red yeah. Bandana game, so. Yeah, you never win that game. No. But, like, is LSU as good as we thought? Probably not. Clemson's not yeah. a great team. Boston College, like they, like they, they've had, you know, they won their games. I, I, and I was talking with a, a buddy of mine at the gym today, who's an FSU fan. He's like, I actually think Florida State will make the playoff, but will get destroyed in the playoff. And I think that sounds kind of correct. Like I, I, it, I mean, unless we stop them, uh, it looks, you know, they, they've got. Their 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 path is easy, other than us. Yeah, I it'll think. be it'll uh, be interesting the playoff right now because it's looking like Georgia and then Washington, Oregon play this weekend. So that'll be interesting as to like I think Washington's really good. Well, I mean, I, obviously everyone thinks that, but and then you've got I mean Oklahoma just beat Texas, so it's like is, yeah, big is, win. Is Oklahoma the? the team that we should be looking out for the, the playoffs going to be interesting. I, I don't know. Like there's not really a team. The parody is high. The parody is very high. I mean, even Georgia like, doesn't is, look is, like the is you, Georgia's not going to win good. three in a row. I mean, come on. Right. Like is Texas that good because they beat Bama, but is Bama that good? Like, it's just like you could go on and on. Yeah. And at the end of the day, college football doesn't make sense. A lot of times, Ohio state could just turn it on all of a sudden. I, I, I completely forgot team. about Ohio state. Cause they've just kind of, yeah, Meh, they've just through been every the, game. they've been like yeah yeah exactly because the I think the Big Ten is is just a little overrated I personally think I think the ACC is potentially the I mean you could argue they're the strongest conference this year it's either you know, us the or the Pac twelve no definitely not the SEC I think it's well, either us or the Pac twelve like you have Georgia and then Bama and then what else yeah. Yeah, Pac-12s look great this year. Really good. But yeah, the top of the ACC is is very strong. Um, all right. Lock of the we're week. We're playing all of them. We're literally playing all of them. All of them. Hey, we're going to know a lot about this football program by the end of this season, that's for sure. Uh, Lock of the week. <laughs> uh, you oh, and I. Oh, man. All right. Wait, who was your pick last week? Yeah. Uh, I didn't win. It was um, I lost as well. I'm pretty sure I I not only lost the spread, but they also lost the game. Um, I had um, this is bad bad radio right now. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I had I had Maryland covering the 19, and it was looking very good. There, it was like a. It was like a seven-point game going in the fourth quarter, and then Ohio State just opened it up. But I'm three and two on the year. You're two and three. Um, who did I take? I'm looking at the games now. Um, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sad part, man. I don't even remember what I picked. Black that's that horrible. Kick. Oh, maybe Black I took. I mean, I think did I take Notre Dame. I think I may have taken Notre Dame. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I uh, took Notre Dame because I remember I was like, well, they didn't even win the game, much less cover. So, my lag of the week is Kansas, who just crushed our alma mater UCF last week. UCF, welcome uh, to the Big Twelve. Try tough winning a game. Start. Um. Kansas is a three and a half point favorite at Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma State, I don't trust. They, they are bad. They had a, they had a decent win last week, but it's like they, it's not a great football team. Kansas is looking really good. 
Kansas on the road, three and a half point favorite. Give me the Jayhawks. I'm looking. I actually, oh, oh, I have one. No, 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 I have one. I'm going to take, I'm going to take, I lost it. Here it is. You have your number three Ohio State getting, or giving 19 and a half to Purdue. Noon game at Purdue. Purdue is always good for one of these games. (laughs) Where, where they make it nice and interesting. I like that. So uh, I'm going to take Purdue. Yeah, I, I like think, it. I think A noon kickoff. It yeah. Yeah. Man, the Big Ten, they always get slapped with those noon games, like the big noon oh, kickoffs. They're, they're horrible. I'm surprised. I mean, we got like three night games in a row now. Oh, gosh, I know. All I would take it. I, I, I kind of wish we had a nooner against UNC. I will say that. Yep. That yep. place is going to be rocking. Those fans just hate us. I mean, I hate them, but like they hated us first. Like before, it was just like, oh yeah, UNC. But now yep. I just hate them. North Carolina made you cry. <laughs> I remember that game. I don't even remember what year that was. We were kids. Uh, it, that it was, touchdown, it, last minute touchdown to win the game. One of our tight ends took a ball off the helmet. That's all I remember. Oh no, one of those tight ends. The it was Jimmy Graham. Was it not just any tight end? Yeah, mm. that was. Jim, I think I'm pretty sure it was Jimmy Graham's year. He was, at the end of the day, Jimmy Graham wasn't a great tight end for us. It was his first year playing football. It was just he was a specimen, and learned how to catch a football once he went to the NFL. Dude, you know he's still in the league. Yeah, he's Isn't trying crazy? to he's back with the Saints, right? Yeah, back with the Saints. He he caught a touchdown pass Legend. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. All right, I like that pick. But, Wait, so I'm tr- three and three on the year. I'm three and three on the year. You're you're two and four. Tough. I started yep. out two and zero. Yep. I think I'm. I think I've lost four in a row. Yeah, I've lost three. I I think I start off three and zero. I don't know. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Syracuse, Florida State's a nooner too. Yeah, yeah. They get a lot of noons. I feel like they do. Um, ladies and gentlemen, your Miami Hurricanes take on the North Carolina Tar Heels. 7.30 p.m. kickoff on ABC. It's a big one, folks. It is, dare I say, a must-win game for a multitude of reasons. Final score prediction for your Miami Hurricanes. Miami versus the North Carolina what say you jimmy what say you you were remember this is determining the future of our football program i know and that's just what oh this team has broken me in different ways parts of my body i didn't even know existed (laughs) i have a tattoo on my left arm of an ibis (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and sometimes I wish it would just disappear. There was a um, moment on Saturday night I didn't wish I was living. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you wish you weren't a Miami fan. <laughs> there was a moment I was actually mad at Dad deep down in my soul yeah. for raising us a Hurricane fan. It was Our fleeting. Dad texts but... us apologizing that he raised us as Miami fans. But I wouldn't trade it for the world. Because at the end of the day, it's different. Unfortunately, though, I do not have your Miami Hurricanes winning this football game. This is your first time doing this this year. First time, and I got it. Listen, that's that was my mindset with this. Is like I just can't pick us to win every game because I said we were going to be nine and three, and I still believe in a nine and three, but I don't believe this is one of those nine. If you're catching my drift, I'm catching. So final score. UNC, 31, your Miami Hurricanes, 27. Wow, 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 wow. Our final score prediction is very close, my friend. I picked us to go 8-4 and four this year. Uh, I picked us in the beginning of the year to lose to Texas A&M, and I was wrong there. 
Um, quite frankly, guys, this is a gut check like no other. This is a put up or shut up. This is a time that you control the future of this program. Is this team different? Is this team back to national prominence? What happens at 7.30 p.m. under those lights in Chapel Hill, North Carolina? My final score, North Carolina Tar Heels, 27. Miami Hurricanes, 30. We got some games on Let's go! Let's go! Your minor Hurricanes win the football game! Oh my gosh! Is that a, so? Is that a last-minute field goal you're expecting? Oh, I sure hope not, dude. I if it, if it comes, <laughs> but to be to be real with you, honestly, I think if we lose this game, we get blown out. Is how we lose. I agree. I think we win a close well, one. Well, I don't agree. <laughs> yeah, your score doesn't agree. Because I, because my score, so I don't agree. <laughs> but you know what but I'm I saying? I just know what you mean. Yeah. Yes, I know exactly what you're saying because we've seen it. Right. And so it's just like, man, this is it. Like, this game just makes me so nervous. It makes me so nervous. But it's like, this is, it's just, the. I can't stress the importance of this game. And I just feel like everyone's going to understand that. And this team's got to come out with more energy than they've ever come out with. This, I mean. Yeah. This is it, Gotta dude. Gotta jump on them. Come on. We can do this. Impose your will. You play to win the game. God, just be, just, oh my God. I just hate UNC. This is it, Jimmy. Hate's a, hate's a strong word. Despise. Want no, them to accurate. die. <laughs> All right, you heard it here. Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Your Miami Hurricanes win this football game on Saturday, and we're all going. If streaking. you win this game, you shut up every analyst, every person. I mean, they'll you know the trolls out there the, will still the bring jokes up the Georgia be there, Tech game. Yeah, and the recruits see the win. I mean, not that the current players care about recruits, but. And you just the, just the world sees that 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 was a fluke. Remembers the what we're saying is that the players won that football game, and we're moving on. You beat a top fifteen team in the nation at their place. You move up in the rankings. Now it's like then we start. Now we're back dancing. Now we're a little excited. Now we start looking at the schedule, uh-huh. being like, what can we do? Then we got Clemson next TV's week. He's back Come on. on the Heisman run. Come on. Sorry, I was. Pes- I just have to. I have to have one. You know, gut check. No loss. The o- truly, the only reason I'm doing it is because I, I have to have hope. I have to. And I agree. I. D- I yeah. I picked us to I, lose I at Texas A&M, so, so I'm, I'm trying to switch it up. Thing, thing is, I'm two and four, so like that. I'm just playing the odds right here that we actually win this game by me saying we lose. No, no, your your score predictions. You're undefeated on the year with Miami. Your lock of the weeks are two and four. Oh, you're yeah, you are actually right. Well, no, yeah. I'm not. I picked us to beat Georgia Tech. Oh yeah, jeez. <laughs> I mean, but but the players won the game. Player, yeah, we won. <laughs> Knee was down. All right, elbow, elbow, and forearm, and everything in between was down. That's the last I talk about it until hey, he takes full responsibility. What is that? Do I hear a Black siren? Kick. Do I hear a siren? That kick. Is there a hurricane? Hurricane heading to Chapel Hill, North Carolina. We've got some canes over here. Whoosh, whoosh. Boom, boom. Oh my gosh! You know what I'm just remembering? When with the crowd used to clap with the cozy pair. Uh. My God. The worst. Oh, it makes me physically ill to remember that. That was tough. Hated it. That was tough. Good kid. Bad judge of character. Balled out at FAU. All right, everyone. Let's go, Kate. Oh. Oh. You're going to have to do it because I can't see you. C A N E S, Canes. Beat those Tar Heels. What don't you, give Mac Brown a, a reason heel? to grab your face. I don't even know. I think it's a Ram. 
It's a basketball school. We are too, but we're the better basketball school right now. Oh, <laughs> let's go. I showed Nega from the Raptors. <laughs> La- B, let's harness Laranega's energy of just owning UNC. You want to talk about a guy that shows up in the big games and wins them? Dude. Good night. Comes out of nowhere. Mm. Legend. He might lose a couple random games every now and then, but you bring Duke or UNC around us and game over. It's business. And Louisville. Yeah. And Louisville. Legend. We should have Laranega on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> we should. I would love that. Well, Laranega should give the pregame speech. Right. And he should be dancing with us in the locker room when we win this game and prove myself wrong. First play of the game, I want Tyler Van Dyke in an all-black uniform to take a knee. (laughs) (sighs) All you can do is laugh. Black uniforms literally never see the light of day ever again. And think of the fans that bought those uniforms, too. Mm. It's like that white one that we wore against Virginia, like the first year with, uh, with Adidas. Yep. You, you just wasted a hundred bucks. Sorry. Donate <sighs> to Goodwill. Well, we are Miami Knights. Yes, we are. <laughs> and on this night, there are brighter days ahead. Get the speaker box loud. Mm. Getting that stuff. Did you hear that sound? That was good.